What's up, guys? Come check us out at uh, twitch.tv slash Gaming. Come check our show out live. Hit it, Risky. Everyone and welcome to episode 145 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, as always, my co-host the Moose. My dude. I just realized I don't have water on my desk. You got any dark pepper? I have a snow globe. I was thinking if I knock a little hole in that, I could maybe drink out of that. Don't do that. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not water in there. No, that's a terrible idea. And if no, it can't be right. Or is I it? I don't know. But crack uh, one open. Somehow, when my oldest was two years old at daycare, she had managed to get open the uh, sensory bottles and drink whatever those contents were. So the what bottles? Fine. I don't know, dude. It's just like oil and glitter and water and whatever stuff they put in there to float around. Just in like it. cracking open a glow stick and eating it. Pretty much, yeah. And they're like, so that was the thing they did today. I was like, was anybody <laughs> watching them at this point, or not very were well? You encouraging this? No. <laughs> God. So yeah, we moved daycare shortly after that. So the kids didn't find the glow sticks, or the box of crayons, or the glue, or all the countless yeah, other so things. All that stuff eaten. sounds fairly harmless. I think most of those things are branded yeah. non-toxic at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah. For sure. At least I hope glow sticks are, because we used to bust those things open and spray them all over everybody at blacklight parties in high school. Makes sense. Yeah, it's cool, and your skin glows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever take a firefly and smush that on you? Make oh, yeah, glow? dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. War paint at night. Not live until you're smushing bugs on your skin. That's right. You get bug guts. You can smear it under your eyes. Bug guts that glow in the dark. Gotta love it. Uh, this is a video game podcast, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to episode 145. You betcha. Happy to be here. Um, all right. Uh, not a lot to cover uh, before we get into the show, really. Um, next week is our VIP episode. So you guys have a week. If you'd like to get into the drawing, um, you can do that two ways, patreon.com slash podcast, Or if you're on Twitch and you have a Twitch sub, it can be a prime sub, it can be whatever type of sub. Uh, twitch.tv slash cross atlantic gaming um hit us up in either spot if you sub in both you get an extra entry into the drawing but yeah that's uh next week so something to look forward to get that bonus drawing get that bonus drawing um all right man another week in gaming what have we been getting into it looks like we're mostly playing uh the same stuff because we've been playing together uh, a decent amount this week but uh, the one thing you kind of dabbled in by yourself, maybe with mm-hmm. one of your kids or something, Fortnite. Yep. What's uh, you cruising through this battle pass? Yeah, I'm trying. I hear that like the next season's going to start sometime mid March, and so I'm just trying to get through this thing because I really want the uh, the baby Yoda. What do they call it? Back it's bling. Like the, the backpack thing. Yes. So does it just so. take the place of where a backpack is supposed to be? And he's kind of like floats right behind you. Yeah, I believe so. That's cool, though. But there's there's a bunch of other tasks and missions and stuff to get all the different Beskar armor, too. Oh, so you so don't have a, a basic yeah. Mandalorian? So you have the actual? 
have him dressed yeah, up in exactly. his good armor. So and you stuff. have the best stuff and all that. And dude, this guy is so OP in the game. He has a uh, infrared uh, sniper rifle, basically. What? <laughs> it just downs everybody instantly if you shoot him with it. So that, huh? So that's something weird that I didn't know about. And he's not free to everyone, right? No, you have to go um, kill him to become him. Oh, right. So the character on the map, if you go kill him, you can take his weapons? Correct. You can take his uh, jump pack, and you can take his gun. Right, but obviously it's not something you would drop into the world with. You have to go there to that spot. To yeah, and he's and got him. tons of armor, too, so it's not like an easy thing to take down. Like Most of the NPCs you could take down fairly easily, but this guy, you've got a thick boy. Know, come with an arsenal basically that's good i mean it sounds like you get decent rewards though and i think that's fair in battle royales it kind of just uh it forces conflict like it's it's a hot zone so right. I, you know people are going to be dropping there uh they'd be like if in war zone they were like it's like the bunkers in war zone actually because if you drop mm-hmm. on those you have the code you get a ton of sweet loot uh but everybody knows it's there so it's kind of risk reward uh is it worth it so it's kind of what that uh, sounds like the shipwreck this last week. I guess everybody's checking that out right now. Huh? Good lord! It's because there's zombies and there's a little mini battle pass to take care of. And right, yeah. I've almost finished my whole other thing, but we can talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah, buddy. So, so yeah, Fortnite's good. The best thing I suggest to do, which is what Shine and uh, Madshot told me to do, was do the weekly like elite challenge or whatever it is. And this time, I had to do. 300 building materials so i would literally just run around with our bumper held down and just build a flat surface in front of me on the ground why not so you're literally the task was just build 300 just, structures. just to build 300 structures okay mm-hmm. but you still have to harvest all that stuff right you don't start with it yeah Okay. But there's other challenges that say, you know, gather this many materials of wood. There's another guy that wants you to get this many materials of stone. And then I was looking for um, a lost car part, the final one. <clears throat> and it happened to be in like a storage container area. Okay, yeah. So I was just running around destroying every storage container unit trying to find it. And I cleared <laughs> the whole lot. And then I found out that it was on the other side of the parking lot. <laughs> because of Because of course... Did you yeah. just assume somebody else had gotten there before you or something? <laughs> no, that's always there until you unlock it. That's the nice thing about the challenges. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. So like yeah, Valentine's week they had like you had to find um flowers at certain places and you had to find boxes of chocolates and then you had to like serve dinner at the restaurants and so it's it's fun little things that are worth like twenty K each throughout the battle pass so it's you know nice little chunks that you can level up and then the elite challenge i believe is worth fifty five thousand, and you get one of those each week fortnite does it right man like everything you like, whenever i hear people talking about it especially like you and shine i think are the two big fortnite guys in our community and whenever mm-hmm. you guys are talking about it, it's like the stuff they do is so cool i just wish i could get into it right and i've got uh hootie my oldest one now she has caught the bug so she's been playing with my nephew and she's like i gotta level up blah blah blah, because she's like level 20 i think and i was like just chill dude we'll get you the battle pass next (laughs) month and we'll work on challenges together start from scratch yeah yeah so but she's got the bug for sure so that's yeah i'm assuming that's probably when it will come more into play is when i have got a a small someone i mean that's the only time i play it is when my nephew is like let's play Fortnite. Okay. And I found an advantage to the Switch Lite, <clears throat> which what, is maybe oh, not an that? advantage for us, but for um, 
for kids. That thing's got like a two and a half hour bat- long bower- battery life. Uh-huh. So it goes dead and then they can't play anymore. Oh. So you can't, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, no, you, can't you have fun play playing with Noah? In. She's like, yeah, my Switch went dead. So I was like, oh, okay, well, plug it in. Maybe you can play some more tomorrow. That's fair. That's a perfect timer. Just hope that they never right. come out with a better battery life Switch Lite. Yeah. Or, you know, or obviously that's she can sit now. next to the wall and play it. But... No, you hide the charger. That's what you do here. You give her a fully charged Switch. <laughs> like, this is your battery life for the weekend. Good luck. Once no, you dude, use I have it, a hard it's gone. time holding on to my own chargers around this house with all these little thieves. That's so fair. I keep, I, you know, I say, that's your stuff. Keep your stuff. Don't touch my stuff. And usually it all ends up getting lost. That's and- the best thing about being in a house where Meg is on the iPhone platform and I am on right. my own platform. So we have lightning cables and type C cables right now. So it's like, my, yeah. my chargers don't go missing anymore. It's fantastic. Yeah, my, let's see. My headset uses the, us or the micro usb micro still. usb yeah so unfortunately that's what all their tablets are on too so yeah, they always yeah, lose yeah. their cords so we're that's the one that we're always fighting for because we're the same megan has uh iphone and i've got android so we don't really fight over the the cords yeah mike the micro but usb the, the only thing i think is my headset <laughs> my right. wireless headset i think is the only thing i need micro usb for for now we'll see so yeah. So. Cool. Oh yeah. Wait till there's more people in the house that need technology the, and stuff. That need the need chargers for their switches and whatnot. Their stuff is always dead. They're like, "Can I do my tablet?" I'm like, "I don't know. Is it charged?" No. Probably not. Why didn't you charge? Like didn't you literally, they'll run stuff dead and then just lay it down and go on to something else. Easiest way to do it. Like... Dad will plug this in at some <laughs> point, right? And that's usually what happens. Is I'll go pick it up and plug it in. I'm just like, ugh. That's when you just stop doing that. It's just like yeah, but then they just complain and they're like, "I want something to do." And I'm just like, "Come on, so man!" So you put them in the basement. Go. Yeah, that's what the basement is for. Well, you just lock that door and let them figure it There's out. There's no door, but Shoot. you know, we'll have to put one in. <laughs> we just need a new house <laughs> or a new house, and one or the other. A door, a new house. Uh, depends on where you're at in your life, I guess. I think we've outgrown this house. When we moved in, it was me and her, and we had just we got a dog like within that month, and now there's five people and one dog. <laughs> uh, you'll get out of there eventually, sooner than later, yeah. right? Hopefully, sooner. Is the plan? Than later. Yeah. Sweet. That'd be awesome. Got to find a piece of land. That's the next step. Yep. Cool. Let's talk about more games. All right, so. Uh, speaking of living out up there in the cold and the wilderness and the snowy weather, we played some Project Winter this week. Yeah, we did. Um, Project Winter is a, I don't want to call it a ripoff, but uh, it, it, it's a social deduction game. We'll say that. That reminds me a lot of Among Us. Um, yeah, but isn't like Clue like the original Among Us whodunit type deal? Yeah, lying to your friends and whatnot, trying to teach right. them. It wasn't me with the candlestick and that yeah, library killing that person. Right. I, so, yeah, that's true. Um, but we had this as a kind of a community play <laughs> this past weekend. Um, so we had a bunch of people show up. I think we ended up with seven at one point. It holds eight. Um, right. 
But essentially, you've got, with any player count higher than six, I would say, you're going to have two traders, then you're going to have four survivors. Uh, and the survivors have tasks like fix a comm station or fix uh, these different types of stations, and then your final task is to fix the helipad, and then you try to evac. You have to fix the helipad, then you have to go back to the cabin, uh, make the call for the chopper to show up, and then you have to go back to the helipad, which I'll start off by saying no survivors Never happened. ever made it out. Um, combat is a big focus in this game, which is something that doesn't happen in Among Us, because in Among Us, you the traitors or killers, whatever they're called, uh, they're the only ones that can kill. But right. in this game, uh, you can craft an axe and you can kill anyone. Um, so the, the survivors, Sweeney, (laughs) Sweeney, uh, the survivors actually have a chance to defend themselves once they think they know who the traitors are. Um, but if you eliminate the two traitors, the game will end. Um, well, there's a ton of different settings we initially had it set up where the game wouldn't end once you killed the two traitors. And we were kind of like, well, what's the point of this? Like now you're just going to make the two traitors sit there and watch. Well, the survivors try to complete all of their tasks, uh, which isn't a ton of fun, obviously. Um, so right. we played when you, when they both died, the game would just end and the survivors would win. Okay, you, you found them out. Uh, a cool thing that happens here is when you have the two traders, um, they can hit RB and they get their own special channel to talk in. So it's like a walkie-talkie channel. So you hit RB. Uh, and then you can communicate with the other trader, uh, but everybody else can only communicate via proximity chat. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's all push to talk. Well, it's push to talk or voice activated, so you can do both. I was always nervous that I wasn't going to be hitting the walkie-talkie button wrong, and I would just be like trying to talk to my trader friend with yeah, using or just hitting the wrong side, or just hitting the wrong side. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's nice right off the bat. You can kind of work with your your, your trader friend over the walkie-talkie. Uh, there was multiple times where it, you would see people going off to do objectives, uh, and like if Moose and I were the traders, we'd talk over the walkie-talkie and be like, "All right, we got Shopa here by ourselves at this yeah. bunker. Uh, as soon as we get inside, we're gonna kill him." But like he can't hear us saying any of that, obviously, because we're talking over the walkie-talkies, even if we're right next to him in game so then he goes into there starts opening a box and then moose and i just take out our axes and murder him and then at that point uh shopo will get or whoever you killed gets completely cut out of the game chat so they can't communicate with anyone uh and then you can try to hide the body you can leave it there if you leave it there somebody could walk up find it and uh yeah it's a it's a good game there was a i don't think there, there wasn't really a lot of communication like in Among Us, you can call like a secret meeting, and then everybody can talk about what happened. But this game, it's more like you get forced. It was like cabin meeting. You know, everybody could talk freely in the cabin. Yeah. So in the the cabin's like a no combat zone. Um. So nobody right. can attack anybody. Um. And you're also forced back into the cabin periodically because another element, another layer, I would say, to this game is that it's also a survival game. So you need to stay warm and you need to eat food. Uh, eventually if you're outside of the cabin too long and you don't have a fire, you can't build fires. Uh, but you, you kind of get forced back into the cabin, uh, 
periodically when you, when you get too cold. Everybody does. So you'll run into people there, and that's kind of where you can have your chats. Um, there was one point where we were playing where we hadn't seen Dan Pod in like 15 minutes, uh, and we were just like, well, he must be dead, right? Like, yeah, nobody's seen or heard from him. Uh, and then a few of us ended up on the far north part of the map where Dan Pod had been hiding out. And when we found him, we were like, oh, my God, how are you alive? But he had found, like, stuff to make a fire and had killed animals to eat and, like, done all this stuff. And then turns out he was also one of the traitors, and he killed all three of us before we could take him down. Uh, (laughs) Just proving that he's the PvP master and can just do whatever he wants in games. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. How did how did you like it? I know you were skeptical going in because you're like, oh, social deduction and having to lie and all this. It, it wasn't didn't seem like your cup of tea. So, right. so where did you where did you kind of land? It's fun to mess with people in that game. Hundred percent. Like I would just start following Twinny. Like, what are you doing, Miss? <laughs> like nothing, dude. I'm just following you. Like what are you doing, Miss? And then all of a sudden, he convinced you that I was a bad guy. And you guys both killed me, and I was just innocent messing with somebody. That'll happen so often, though. Like, I remember one match where I went out with Waterloo to a, ca- a cabin that needed two people. Uh, we went out and hit it. A bear mauled him to death. I killed the bear and then picked him up. Uh, and then we went into this thing, and we looted together and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, so he's not a killer. Like... Obviously, I revived yeah. him. We we looted all this stuff. We ran back to the cabin. And then like 10 minutes after that, after we had left the cabin, I think he killed me. And I was like, yeah, I think he was, no we were all cabin and he went over to the crafting bench and started giggling and had crafted a shotgun and then just started shooting everybody. In yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think we were, we were all kind of, kind of learning it at the same time. We all watched a tutorial or had, had seen some tutorial material, but right. we all hopped into it. Uh, it, it was a nice starting point for everyone. And I think that's why I enjoyed it more than among us when I tried it. Cause I kind of hopped in with people that had been watching it for hundreds of hours and played it right. for some. And it's just like, these guys know literally everything. They know exactly how to manipulate you, how to lie to you. And it's not fun when you don't understand the game, but everybody kind of going in there and getting their feet wet at the same time. It was comical. There, I laughed so many times. I felt betrayed so many times. It was. It just felt like it felt like the perfect community play. It, it was a lot of fun. I, I think I just accuse you every time we go into a game. I'm like it's risky. It was always risky. And, and it worked one time. And as I'm getting like <laughs> hacked to death with axes, I'm just yelling over the chat like he's I'm lying. You're gonna regret this. And then I get killed. And I'm just like, well, once they figure out who the traitors are, I'm not one. Right, and that's a couple things that you didn't mention about the game is one, when you die, you become a ghost. Yeah. And you can go around and assist other players by giving them food, giving them heat, giving them, just healing them overall. Or you can, you have one debuff, which is a slow down, and you could do that to the trader, or if you want the trader to win, you could slow somebody else down so they get caught. Yeah, Dan in chat said he saved me from a bear trap. This is kind of the reverse of what happened with Lewis (laughs) and I where I stepped into my own bear trap that I'd set for Dan. uh, And I stepped into it not knowing that I could land in my own bear trap. So, which actually kind of worked out perfect. Cause then I was like, what the, like who put this bear trap here? Help me, Dan. And then Dan helps me, gets me out of this bear trap. And then I murdered him. Awful. (laughs) But exactly how the whole entire game's played. And it was, 
it's it's a lot of fun uh and like we said right. it, it holds up to eight um i think it probably plays fine with six we we played six for actually majority like, of the time so if you could do five with like one trader five with and one trader four survivors yeah it's a uh, yeah it, it, it's less talking people down and like having these meeting conversation things like in among us where you have to have an alibi and all this kind of stuff. I think it was it was a little more action oriented than Among Us. I feel right. like, um, and like killing yeah, and people. Go for it. The other thing that there was those uh, colored walkie talkies. So if you found one, and somebody else had one, you could communicate with nobody else knowing. With you know, if you both found a yellow one, or if you both found a red, or not red. Red was the traitor. Yeah. Blue, I think, was a color. I think it was just yellow and blue. Is that the only two colors? Yeah, I, so, something like that. Um, but yeah. And then you could, because you and I found one. Um, we found the yellow, and then we were able to communicate while we were going around with other people, saying, you know, basically what we thought of each person. That's and... the... <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'd be like. Well, all right, Moose. I'm headed to a cabin with Shopa and Lou. I'll let you know uh, right. if they decide they're going to attack me, because then you can help other people to know that they're the murderers. Obviously, um, yeah, yeah. I I had a ton of fun. It's yeah. That's like you know, it's not my favorite type of game, but it's it's all about who you're playing with, and as well as you know, if everybody's on an even playing field as far as game knowledge, you know. Yeah, I'm 100 percent with that. Like, I I wouldn't play this game like queuing into lobbies with random people no. i don't think that wouldn't be we got randoms in ours though a couple times <laughs> yeah i think greg made a lobby for us and he didn't set it to private at one point and there's this random jake showed up or something and it was like who's this guy <laughs> like, yeah and he's like yeah i'm just a random uh you guys might want to set this to private and yep. then left and then he left <laughs> good for him we would have let him play to be fair i think we were trying to be oh, friends yeah. with him but he would have probably murdered all of us no matter what right that's that's the guy who spent thousands of hours in that game um but yeah you also have like outside of the main game you have um like challenges like daily challenges and weekly challenges it looked like uh there's a bunch of cosmetic stuff uh you can earn currency to buy like loot boxes and then you can customize your whole player from like goggles hat mittens boots jacket backpack like there's a ton of customization for your character uh and they do have systems for you to earn currency in game i have no idea if there's actual micro transactions and i don't think it matters to be honest there's enough customization without opening any loot boxes that you're probably set um, right you just got to grind it out like yeah, one right. of them was like mine 10 things of ore one of them was like to start 10 fires and then it, it unlocks like a kind of a skill tree almost yeah. as far as you know what's next and we've mentioned crafting a few times like it it's a large component of this game like it, it feels like a survival game mixed in with a social deduction game uh which i'm right at home with survival games and then right throwing this in that, there so it's kind of cool that was the thing that i wasn't the most thrilled about but it seemed like you know at least our games developed and ended so quickly that you didn't really have to think about that so much yeah, like you know, the only thing to get a couple berries and cook them up, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's the thing. You can find enough things out in the wild to like, like there's herbs that'll heal you. you there's berries everywhere, like you said. Uh, but then, if, or but if you killed an animal, you could take like a hunk of its meat and go cook it, and then have like a substantial mm -hmm. uh, bit of health that would be 
regenerated when you when you ate it you could also harvest human body parts and cook them if you wanted to yeah i ended up with a heart in my backpack or my inventory at one point and i i must have been just going through somebody's bag and grabbed it yeah you cut it no you you didn't go through somebody's bag you went through somebody's chest is that i i must have have hit a wrong button i promise you you did or somebody else did and then you're like oh sweet a human heart let's take this I, I, does it say human heart? I, it could have been a deer heart or a, a, a moose heart or a wolf heart. <laughs> okay. It could have been lots of different things. I didn't know it was human. I know you ripped my heart out a few times in that game. That's for sure. You got to rip your, your, your friend's heart out. And then when the next game starts, you got to completely forget about it. Try your best. But yeah, moose you never you, forget. You really find out who, uh, who's, who's good at lying and who's not for sure. So yeah, I, I think my whole thing of that game was just trolling so you can never get an even read out of me i was just trying to mess with people yeah and i and it didn't seem to ruin the game or anything like no so i got killed a few times innocently but you know whatever (laughs) yeah and then i got killed on purpose a few times too because i couldn't figure out my controls that was funny the one time that you couldn't you needed someone to kill you i was actually a traitor that time so yeah I was just like calling out over my my proximity chat. I was like, "I'm killing Moose. It's because he asked me to." And then you're like, "Yeah, he's <laughs> he's, he's killing me." Um, so that worked out perfect because I got an an easy kill without having to uh, do it stealthily. <laughs> but next time I'll just go stand in the water. Yeah, you freeze to death real quick, trudging through real free, fast, freezing cold. Like you get your waters. toes wet, and yeah, all your heat is gone. Yeah, um, and the, the last thing I'll say is there's lots of uh, lots of customization. I saw that you can have like actual roles for all the characters that are in there, uh, but when you set up a custom game, there's there's a whole bunch of menu, so you can set up whatever. We just played the basic game, uh, which was plenty for us for our first time playing it. Uh, but the, but there are options to make the game as complicated uh, as you'd like. So so that's cool as well. Yep, fun game if you've got. Uh... A crew of people around that are looking for something to do. Yes, sir. Uh, and that's free in Game Pass um, for anyone that, that wasn't Enough. aware of that. So, yeah, Project Winter, uh, good little deduction game, faux show. Um, all right, and then the next game that we dove the into zombies. this week was The Zombies. Uh, do you want to start talking about this one? It was uh, Cold War Outbreak Mode. Right. Um it's a lot of fun. It's basically like an open world map and you just go around on a killing spree trying to kill anything and everything you can. And then there's some uh, side objectives that you can choose to do that'll give you um, like bonuses, guns, uh, currency, obviously. And the object is to level everything up and then go ahead to the next level and see if you know everything you've done is good enough to beat the next level and it's kind of so on and so forth from there just survive as long as you can and you guys are i think it's because i haven't used any of my crystals yet but oh, i yeah. died 18 times last night and I think you guys died like <laughs> twice uh, always funny looking at the final the final screen <laughs> yeah this uh this is super different than any other zombies experience they've ever done usually it's like mm-hmm these tight knit areas with little corridors you can break down. Like you could break pay yeah. X amount of money to break down a barrier and they're more and like go. puzzle based. Right. 
yeah, and like if you wanted to do the like Easter eggy stuff, uh, lots of puzzles to be done there. I'm assuming there is some type of Easter egg in Outbreak. The name of this mode is Outbreak. Um, it's a limited time event, correct? Uh, it, it's so the actual like battle it has its own like little battle pass thing that goes until march 11th uh okay but after that outbreak will still just be like a mode it'll like, be part of cold war from now on yeah it'll be part of zombies nice. i know you have to pay for it i don't know how much it costs uh because it's free until the fourth yeah march 4th oh so not See, that's what I was wondering. I thought that we would have to pay something for this season two content and everything's been free. And so I just, you know, paid with the currency I already had in game for my battle pass. And I was wondering if we were going to have to, you know, cough up more cash. Yeah. And I think it's only for, I don't know if it's only for zombies or what. I'm still not positive about it. I think maybe up until March 4th was free to play. For like anyone, so this, this was trying to yeah, get people. Yeah, because you, you notice there were a lot of trial guys in the menus. Yeah. over the weekend, so. So. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it is free. Uh, I know a lot of companies are doing free everything, but then they've got eight thousand microtransactions and things you can buy. Yeah, uh, and and that's exactly this game. Call of Duty has no shortage <laughs> of different costumes and weapon skins. Uh, How many uh, packs do you think there are? There's got to be at least 50 different packs in the store. I mean, at least, and they rotate all the time too. Like, they're always adding new ones. And so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully this this is free for people that already own Cold War, and then it it continues to just be the the microtransaction-y cosmetic stuff that actually costs money. But I'm not positive. But at this point, I think I'd be fine forking over like ten bucks for the outbreak mode, just just that one right. mode, because I'm having a, a ton of fun with it. Um, sure, it's just it's so different because it's a big, it's three big open maps, and once you clear a map, you go to the next one. Uh, and like I said, there's only three of them. It, it kind of happens randomly, but once you get your three in a row, that's like your number one is going to be your number four, if that makes sense. Like, right, um, and one's kind of like a, a forest type map. One is a ski resort, which is really cool because you can like literally run and jump off a cliff and then glide all, all the, way the way down. The map. Yeah, there's snowmobiles in that map, and then the last What's map. The is other like, one? It's like a farmland, like a farm town kind of thing. I feel like there's a lot of okay, open yeah, fields yeah. and a little town with a church. Uh, right, that, that one reminds me of like World War Z or the DayZ game. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So. Uh, a ton of fun, super different. Um, I think it's it's a perfect platform for zombies if they want to continue adding to it because like they could just add a new location, like add a fourth location, just tack it in there. It'll be randomly thrown in right. with the rest of them. You can do new objectives easily. Like you've got the dragon objective thing where you need to feed all the zombie souls. You've got a lightning storm where you have to kill everything in the storm. And it's like they can just kind of keep coast. adding new... Yeah, skulls. We have to kill like herds of hordes of them. Um, but but it's something where they can add new weapons in. They can add new side quest things. Those minor objectives. They can add main objectives. Like the main objectives. So that's what it's how it works. Is you, you land, you have a main objective, and then you either choose to warp to the next map or exfil. If you exfil, you kind of have to hold your ground while a helicopter comes in, uh, and then when you get taken out you get a bonus assortment of 
these crystals that you use to upgrade your stuff uh you get extra if you exfil instead of dying in the middle of a round uh so it's always worth trying to get out when you can um but yeah it is a platform i think it's i think it's awesome i think this is a good a good step in a in a different direction i hope they still keep doing like small corridor type maps for mm-hmm. For like the hardcore, they added crowd. a new corridor map as well, didn't they? Uh, that was the beginning of February. It was Firebase, okay. Firebase Z, uh, and then this is their right. new thing and here. That's the one that we did last week, right? Uh, we did the very first one actually. So Die Machine or something. Yeah, that's what it was, Die Machine. Yeah, and then there, so there is a third map then as well. We, I don't think we played that at all. So. Uh, but okay. but Outbreak is probably I'm, I've had more fun in Outbreak than I did in Die Machine just because it feels so much more open it's a lot less hectic because it's so open you can kind of like take a deep breath and then you know when a big main objective is coming where you have to hold off like hordes so just having that time to prep and breathe in between rounds or like levels is is a right. welcome change in my opinion but until you get like your crystals upgraded and all that stuff I suggest you don't go out on alone because there were a few times that, you know, I'd just be trying to clear out zombies on one end of the map by myself and then all of a sudden be like, okay, I'm down. And that's what happens. I think the first couple levels, maybe it's like everybody can kind of go their own way. But once you get a little right. higher, like four or five, I mean, probably, I feel like the difficulty starts to step up at like three, four and three. then it just keeps. Yeah, getting, I think so. And then like, I think five is the highest I've gotten and just the main zombies on the big open map like the plain ones take like multiple shots and, and you're fighting right. ones with like armor and flamethrowers and a bunch of weird stuff uh so they're even harder to kill that's when you kind of need to stay a little more together 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 i think and yeah. you know level up if you're looking to level up any guns this is the way to do it at this point because what we were doing like 40 levels per like attempt or whatever uh yeah depending on how far we got i think i i raised the new there's a new para or fara 83 para 83 i don't i don't remember mm-hmm. the name of it but it's like the new ar for this season i just unlocked it and i got it from literally level one to like 33 i think or something like that awesome. in, in one round of zombies one total like playthrough of it i think we got to like round four or something uh, but it is a double XP weekend for for weapons. Right. To be fair, so the progress won't be that much. But if you got like if you have like those hour long token, the double XP weapon tokens, just pop one of those before mm-hmm. you start a zombies match. Uh, but yeah, I leveled up. I was going in with weapons that I wanted to use in like Warzone, just right, just because it felt like such an easy easy way to level up those guns. So yeah, because then you unlock everything for the loadout, and you can build whatever you want. And you're not, you know, handcuffed to what's unlocked and what isn't. Right. So yeah, the game mode holds up to four. Um, and it's just it's fun killing zombies with friends, right? For sure. For show, for show. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about for the no, Call of Duties? I can't, I can't remember anything else. I mean, so. I don't think there was much Super else. Good. Oh, I did see. I was playing with Ben and Art last night in multiplayer, and some guy was wearing a Dick Tracy costume, and I thought that looked pretty cool. I'm sure it's in the store for $14.99. Right. It was like a Probably. yellow overcoat with the, the derby hat. All right. And he had the uh, the Tommy gun or whatever that new LMG is. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. That's so They know how to make their skins. Yeah. I've been tempted multiple times, but... 
Haven't cracked yet. Nah, me either. I save it for Battle Pass money. Yeah, I usually do that, except for I tried buying a gun because I thought it would unlock the gun for Warzone, and it just unlocks like that single variant. Yeah, I bought a blueprint, and it didn't unlock the gun. I thought it would make it so I could customize it however I wanted, so I spent like 1400 of my stupid COD currency, which is pretty much like $14, and I was like, well, I'll Mm -hmm. just buy the Battle Pass, Uh, and then I bought it, and it didn't work out. Perfect, so I had to buy... I think I had to spend 10 bucks to get enough to get this season going again. But now I'll make enough currency and be fine for next season. And I learned a lesson. Yeah, so. dude. I have like 2,000 <laughs> V-Bucks right now. V-Bucks? You must earn those at a, a higher rate than the Warzone I think it's like one yet. every 10 or something. Okay. I don't know. So that's good. Are there other ways to earn it in Fortnite? I don't know, dude. If I just, like I wonder if every it's just time I look at my thing, stuff, it's going up, and it just I'm keeps wondering going up. <laughs> if I'm getting like double credit because I'm playing on the Switch, and then I get credit for it on oh, the under Xbox the... Two, or I don't know, dude. Who knows? I couldn't tell yeah. you. But all right, so that's what we've been playing this week. Pretty much, I believe that's it. I I know that I said that I was going to play VR, but I didn't play a lick of VR this week. I think it was the first week I have I didn't touch it this week. Nope. Uh, we got, I just got hooked and... into zombies, so it's just yeah, exactly. Literally, wasn't playing anything else except for the community play. I think I played nonstop zombies whenever I was gaming. So clearly, yeah, having yeah. having some fun with that. So uh, yeah, all right, ready to get into some Game Pass? Yeah, let's see what's going on. Let's get into some Game Pass roulette. All right, so. Uh, Game Pass Roulette for the month of February has come and gone. We were playing Desperados 3. Um, I'm not going to give the whole spiel about what it was. We had a month to play it. Moose, did you touch this one anymore? I started Chapter 3, but that's as far as I got. Okay. Um, I mean, and I talked about it. I think I talked about it each week because I was just trying to hype up the game and get more people to play it. Um, Right. I finished right... I mean, I'm over the halfway point as far as missions done. I think I've got nine missions done out of 16 or something. Uh, I have every character unlocked. Once you can play with all of them, and they all have their different abilities, as I've talked about before. Uh, The game really opens up. You can do everything on the map however you want. Like, all your objectives can be done different ways. Uh, You've got Hector, the giant man who can whistle to call people over and then he can set bear traps. So then the bad guys will walk into the bear traps. Uh, Isabel was the last person that you unlock. I didn't talk about her at all Um, because her powers are kind of interesting. This is, this takes place down in the bayou. So she's like a a witch doctor, like a voodoo witch kind of thing. So she has weird powers that aren't grounded at all. Like, all like the four other people in your posse. Um, so she has a power where she can mind control bad guys on the map. Uh, and when she does that, you can do whatever you want with them. So like you could go over and unlock a jail cell. I had to do it one point to let one of my friends out. Uh, you Mm -hmm. can make them walk up and kill a bad guy, like somebody who would have been on their team, but they're now mind controlled. Uh, another one of her powers, she, she shoots like a, a blow a blow gun and like we'll shoot a dart into people's necks and that mm-hmm. 
com- that connects them somehow. So <laughs> you shoot it into one bad guy, you shoot it into another bad guy, and then if you go and slit the throat of bad guy number one, the same exact thing happens to bad guy number two. It's like a voodoo doll. Kind of like a voodoo doll. You turn the first guy into a voodoo doll for the second guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, okay. And you can, because you can stop time and kind of set up your plays, you could do things where, like, she hits the two guys with the voodoo darts, and then Cooper could just shoot the guy with your with another action, uh, and it would just kill them both that way. So you kind of, there's right. just, there's a lot of things you can do, and I think that's why I started to slow down at the end, is because I knew that I had to be doing, like, some weird high-level strategery to get <laughs> to get my objectives yeah, done. Yeah, right. Um, so there was always ways to do it. I just couldn't put them together in my head uh, to make it all work. Um, so it's like it's like almost like a unlocked combination type game, but it adds a number each level, so that you know essentially it's one it, more factor to figure in. And that's one thing. It, each level, even after you get all of them, you're still not always going to play with five. Like it, it will vary. There's different story reasons that'll happen where certain characters will be together, so you get to play with them. Uh, there's one mission where you guys finally get to like a new town, and this town you can actually walk through, which is nice. But then there's areas that are patrolled by like bad guys. So once you enter those, you kind of know that you need to be stealthy or whatever. Uh, but when we got to this town in the story, everybody got hammered. Uh, and then you wake up as John Cooper, and you you have to go around the town and find all of your friends and get them back up. So there's just, they do a a bunch of different gameplay things tied in with story reasons. Um, And I I don't know. It was a ton of fun. I haven't played a a really good stealth game like this since Mark of the Ninja, um, Mm -hmm. which was a remake um, in forever. I heard there's a, I'm not going to remember the name of it. It's something like Shogun or something. There's a there's a ninja version of this where your sam your samurai uh, it's the same kind of tactics though like a stealth tactics game. Um, okay. I can't think of the name of it, but I kind of want to check that out uh, once I get through this because I do I I still want to finish this. I just need to get over this hurdle that I'm stuck at right now in the game, which I think give it a little time and I might my brain might just click I'm like yeah, obviously I could have done right. this this way uh, and maybe something will click. I'm for sure me. there's. I'm sure there's more than one answer to each solution too, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a hundred percent just because there are so many different ways that things can be handled. So, so yeah, as far as the stealth game goes, I thought it was a lot of fun. Did uh, anybody in the community have anything to say about it? Uh, I mean, uh, to be honest, I think shine was the only one <laughs> who was really playing it. Uh, and Donian found it yesterday, I believe. He said, yep, I do enjoy this game. It's kind of like Starcraft, a Starcraft stealth game. I'll play the heck out of this in the coming weeks. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're about to switch Game Pass for that game, so you're a little late. Uh, maybe we'll throw your feedback in next month for our next game or something. But, yeah, so he right. just he just started playing it. Um, I know Shine got up to at, at least probably right around where you were. I think he said he was on the third mission. Uh, he said mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't hold a candle to Mark of the Ninja. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think they're both good. Mark of the Ninja, that's a, definitely a shorter one uh, and also a lot of fun. I'm glad they remade that one. Yeah. This is probably what – they said it's 
30 hour playthrough but that's for smart people that's what yeah i think we shine must have looked up the how long to beat and it was like 30 hours i was like yeah, yeah. maybe for you <laughs> not for me that yeah after like the third mission of the game took me almost three hours i was like maybe i'm too dumb for these types of games is that the one with the train where you gotta like clear the tunnel and all that no it, that one took it, me about an hour to do it, it pro- i mean i don't think i had one that was under like 50 minutes even like from the get-go so there if you think about it 16 chapters if they're taking you an hour two hours you're, you're probably i mean three hours sometimes it's probably right around 30 hours makes sense to me sure. but uh when your brain don't work all the time sometimes games take too long yeah, I think I'll keep this one on my hard drive just to go back to and, you know, play a little chunk at a time. Yeah, it's a good change of pace. And and you can just kind of play it in sections, like you just said. Like, okay, I'm going to knock out a mission tonight, which is what I did. Right. I, I don't think I played eh, one night. I might have played two in a row. But usually it was like an hour or two playing one mission. Nah. And then it'd be like, all right, we'll come back tomorrow um, and do the next I mission. I think that's a thing, too, is like once you get done with one, you're just kind of like, okay, I'm this kind of scratched that itch or my brain is fried about, you know, having to do a strategy now. So let's go shoot things. Yeah. Let's go mindlessly murder zombies. <laughs> Cause they don't have minds. Exactly. But, um, yeah, man, I think I'm, I really enjoyed the game. I think people should, if you, if you like, uh, Oh, shadow tactics. Sorry. Just thought of it. Shadow tactics is the name of the, like, samurai version of this stealth game um so there's that as well but this one is a lot of fun if you're into stealth games i think you should definitely check it out um yeah that's desperados 3 sorry i'm super distracted by the sun <laughs> i'm watching you <laughs> trying to block try it. to stick your head <laughs> screw it we need to get you some uh blackout curtains we need to give me a new house or a new house <laughs> Just you look like an angel. <laughs> just, yeah. Check out our Patreon. We need a new house. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, with that all being said, that brings up our new Game Pass Roulette Challenge Month of March. The game we're going to be playing is called Hyper Dot. Have you heard of Hyper Dot? <laughs> No, I hadn't heard about HyperDot either. Uh, I'm playing a trailer, so you can look at it now. Uh, but essentially, what HyperDot is is you are a small dot on the screen, and you get put into this giant circle with a bunch of other shapes that are coming at you. Uh, you need to literally just dodge these shapes. Uh, and what we're gonna do is you can put it into Gauntlet mode, which just runs you through the campaign, and we're gonna see who can get to the highest level. So the easiest way to get here, you're going to click single player. You're going to click gauntlet mode. You're going to set your lives to one life, which you do that by hitting up and down on the D-pad. And then from that screen, it'll always tell you your high score at the bottom. So if you you need to get pictures of it, uh, the high score will be right at the bottom. So if you take a screenshot uh, at that time, right after, it's either right after you had died or right after you start a new game. Um, and you'll be able to see where you're at. Uh, you can post those pictures, either hit us up at CAG podcast on Twitter, or if you're in discord, the game pass roulette channel, you can throw it there. 
the score that I set for this as a starting off point for everyone to beat is level 12. I got to level 12 today. Uh, each, and I will say that each level is between like 10 and 20 seconds or something okay. like that. So you need to dodge certain objects that are coming at you for X amount of time. And then you can, I think you can either stop and come back to it or you can just continue to keep going. Uh, but then once you lose that one life, it's going to tell you game over. You you're starting back from the beginning. The cool thing that happens though, I got to level 12. And then when I went over to the campaign, uh, that unlocked the first 12 levels of the campaign. So then if I wanted to work on that 12th level, uh, I could just go to that specific level and practice on it. Um, so people can do that. If you, you if you do get stuck on a level, uh, it will it transfers all your progress from the gauntlet mode over to the campaign mode, uh, and you can do it that way. But yes, it's a very simple game, but I think it'll be competitive because it, it's so simple and easy, and it's quick. Like the rounds are quick, unless people are ending up getting to like the level fifties, which I got to twelve. And that was like my fourth time doing it. And I thought I was just trapped. So it, it doesn't seem like a, you're going to be able to go like too high, like up in the fifties. Maybe we will, who knows? Um, but Dude, I, have, I have a feeling that this is going to be like the pinball game of a couple months ago. I hope it just is dude. Get out of control. Devil's tilt. That was probably the most fun <laughs> yeah. I've had with, uh, with a challenge demon so tilt. far. Demon, demon tilt, not devil tilt. Um, yeah. so yeah, hopefully people will get into this. Um, it's super simple but it's also seems like it gets very hard at times. So right. the game is hyper dot. It, it, it might be all of a whopping 500 megabytes. Uh, I clicked install and then like half a second later, it was like, Hey, your game's ready. I was like, all right, let's do this. Uh, so yeah, hyper dot. And then one more time, the way to get into the gauntlet mode, single player gauntlet mode, and then set your lives to one. Um, and we can see that when you take the screenshot, it's only going to give you the high score, of your one life playthrough. Uh, so there's no real way around that. Um, so yeah, HyperDot. Is this only on Xbox? Not positive. It, it might be on both. Because if it's on PC, then um, wouldn't it be easier just to drag your mouse around than use controller? Uh, yeah, and if that is an option, you can probably also just plug a mouse and keyboard into your Xbox, and you might be able to do it that way as well. So True. I don't know. I played Sea of Thieves the other day. Well, not the other day. It's like a month ago. Uh, and obviously, keyboard. it's yeah, I plugged in my mouse and keyboard because I get better performance out of my Xbox at this point after the updates uh, for the Series X than I do on my PC. So I was like, oh, this using a controller here sucks. So I switched over to the mouse and keyboard and was right at home. It is on. It's available on PC, console, and xCloud. So xCloud might be tough. It it. I feel like any bit of latency is going to get you killed here, but yeah, right. Uh, knowing it's on PC, that might might be a good place to try it if uh, people have access to that. The the best thing about XCloud is you don't need a beefy PC to do this, right? Um, or not, oh, that's XCloud. That's not streams it, right? No, yeah, you have for, to download the games through Xbox. Yeah, through Xbox PC Game Pass. I'm thinking about two different things. Um, Either way, if you do have a PC and you can download this game, like it's not going to kill your system. It's not a, it's right. not going to put a heavy load on your simple. system at it's all. It's not Gears Five. Yep. Like I said, it's like maybe a gig. 
so it's it's not big simple hyper dot that is the game the challenge month for march the current pot is up to twenty dollars since we defended it in january uh so if you guys can beat moose and i will send 20 bucks your way if you can't do it it'll be 30 for two months from now so yeah buddy so all right ready to get into some news yes sir let's get into some news All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? There was a state of play that snuck up and bit me because it was a snake. It it was. Did anybody see this coming or maybe? I mean, I don't know. People that listen to informative podcasts, probably. If you listen to just ours, (laughs) we were just as shocked as you. I do, but I guess I just don't really pay attention when I'm listening. It just turns into background noise. Yeah, all of a sudden I just had a pop-up of... uh, my YouTube notifications is like, here's today's PlayStation uh, State of Play event. I'm like, wait, what happened? Okay. <laughs> so, um, first off, they started with some Final Fantasy VII Remake news, which is Integrate is announced for the PS5. And this is not, I don't believe, the next section of the game. This is still going to be in Midgard. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Yeah. adding on to the story or giving you some more character lines right that's what that's what it looks like uh they're introducing yuffie who is a big right. character that you meet outside of asgard or midgard i mean asgard mm-hmm. uh you meet her outside of midgard so it's kind of like what are we doing here why are we doing dlc with her when we're not to that point in the main story in the yet? game yet yeah and I don't know. When I saw Final Fantasy pop up in this, I was like, oh, man, this is huge. Like, they're announcing part two. The next, yeah, that's what I thought, too. I was like, sweet, we're going to get a new segment every year. This could actually be done in the next decade. And even if not that, I was like, okay, this is a, we we at least will have a date now or, like, a time frame. Like, if it said part two coming 2022, it'd be like, okay, well, at least we know it's coming. We know that it, they're probably going to be in, like, three month cycles or three year cycles excuse me uh and we just kind of know what was going on but instead they added yuffie and they're just adding some like weird story content that didn't happen in the main games so they're definitely doing their own thing with with the remake compared to right the actual and original this, game this yuffie content is not free i believe you can you have to buy it yeah, I think I think it's like an expansion, right? But it's just one character storyline, as far as I understand it, or not even the full storyline. It's just maybe an introduction to her character. Yeah, and I mean she's like hanging out with your main characters and whatnot, uh, at least a right. little bit. Oh, and like... there was a giant spoiler in that thing too. Like I haven't finished the game yet, and then they said like Cloud's dead, and I'm like, what the? <laughs> Keep playing your game, Moose. I know. I understand. So, well, but apparently he comes back too. So they spoiled that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a rough one for people that hadn't gotten all the way through or d- didn't know what right? was going on in these games. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we also found out that they were going. They're doing the PS5 port or like a PS5 upgrade that's going to be for upgrade. free. So that's, exactly. It's that's gonna be cool. free for anybody that owned it on PS4. Yep. And I didn't I didn't get all the way through this game. So 
at this point i'm I'm waiting for a ps5 but i should probably just start playing stuff on my ps4 pro Eh, yeah sure i mean if you don't have anything else to play for me this is just giving me an excuse not to pick up this game until june or july whenever it was i think it was july um so yeah interesting yeah final fantasy left me very confused (laughs) at the end of all that information so they're having stuff come out this year but i'm not sure exactly what it is or how much it's going to cost you yeah so that's uh june 10th is the date on integration or regeneration whatever it's called yeah so integrate like is that like I don't understand if that's like the next segment of the game or if that's just no, dude, it, a little it's, DLC chunk. Yeah, I think it's literally just a, a new side chunk onto part one. So it's not part two. It's not – you could probably consider it like a, a 1.5. You know how the Kingdom Hearts sure. games do that? This is just like yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake 7.1 yeah. <laughs> some something. I got uh, it. So yeah, it's a Square Enix game, so they just do whatever the hell they want. So who knows what's going really on? Understand, but it's going to look prettier in June, so that'll probably be when I hop back in and, and finish this bad boy. Yeah, on the PS5 because yeah, I saw sure. some comparisons of the two, just like shot for shot, and just the lighting and the shadows and like the depth of field. Everything in that game is just like a hundred times better. Yeah, lighting I feel like is the biggest change that you see in these like from ps4 to ps5 at least with mm-hmm. with what they did in this game some of the some of the lighting or like the the ray tracing like reflections off some of the glass is something you definitely right. definitely notice when they put them side by side one of the major things i noticed is just the backgrounds like they're very blurry and not very uh detailed on the ps4 version and then like you can see windows of houses and all that stuff that are you know half a mile away from the right PS5 yep so i'm excited i just need to get me one of them machines so yeah we'll, we'll see we'll get you one eventually yeah this next game looks really cool too what is um it, it kind of go ahead i was saying what is it oh kena bridge of spirits Ooh, buddy um, it kind of looks like uh, Breath of the Wild, like a lot, right? It it reminds me of like a Pixar movie, right? Yeah, is like the the art style to me at least. Um, and we finally saw some actual uh, it at the I think it was like the latter half of the trailer. They actually showed mm-hmm. what gameplay looks like, um, and it looks kind of like Soulsy, like it's third person. <laughs> hack and slash kind yeah. of thing, but it looks like you need to be able to dodge and uh, parry and all those types of things. Right. But And that's where I was getting the Breath of the Wild feels from, just from, you know, your your small little character fighting against these big mythic-type beasts. Yeah. And it looks like her staff has some magic powers. It's got some sort of crystal in the top of it, and, like, at some point she converts it into a bow and is shooting people with it. She's casting spells with it. Um, I don't know. It looks really cool. That's what I, there was one point where she like jumped up in the air and did a, a bow shot, and I just right. got these Horizon Zero Dawn vibes, where I was like, it's kind of like that post-apocalyptic time frame. It seems like, and then she pulls out the bow and she's like jump shotting and stuff, and I was like, I can dig this. It's like a mix yeah. of Breath of the Wild, Horizon, Pixar movies. It's just right, it, and I think it looks incredible. 
Like the yeah. the art style, the just oh man, it's like watching a movie. It looks so good. Right, and the story looks like it's pretty captivating as well. So it yeah, could be dude. another one of those uh, Sony exclusive titles that they just nail the single player experience. Um, I think. So I think this is launching day and date PC PS4. I think it's and I think it's only a or and PS5. Uh but I think it's a, a limited console exclusive. I, I think this is coming to Xbox okay. eventually. I think. It says uh here August twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, PS four and PS five. Yep. I didn't see anything about uh PC though. Uh yeah, I mean they probably... I know a lot of the PlayStation quote unquote exclusives are going to be uh, PC. So. Yeah, they're definitely moving moving some titles over. So why not? You know, I'd, more eyes, more I money. Would. Exactly. So yeah, that game looks cool. I look forward to seeing so more good. information and more trailers and or or less. Like you sold. Well, me that's already. true too. I don't know how much more I need to see. I feel like I'm I'm there. You don't need to know anymore. Take, take yeah, my money. Go dark and. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, it runs well when it releases. Well, on the PS5, hopefully it does. Because we all did that with Cyberpunk, and I'm still trying to figure out where that $70 went or what, how much I paid for it. Ugh. 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 Oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Speaking of Cyberpunk, <laughs> they had delays. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, we got robbed. Sorry, we don't have a, a patch update. We got this cyber month. attacked. Yeah. I don't care. So, Just give me a whole game, you jerks. Just fix it. That's yeah. all we care about. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, and then they um, showed a, a game, some more of a deep dive of Returnal. And this game looked, was this the scary one? Um, I don't know if scary is the, I mean, yeah, sure. I think it was more scary when they were showing the cinematic trailers. Uh, this one had a way more gameplay and once they started showing more gameplay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was it kind of like cool, right? oh this isn't what like i Destiny-ish. thought it was at all it's it's very well it's third person so it's kind of i don't really know what to compare it to it kind of reminds me of mass effect andromeda uh okay for some reason just the the movement right. and the her like space suit and i think she has like a, a jump and a dash but um yeah, I mean the game's definitely still creepy, but I think everything gets a little less creepy when it's not first person. <laughs> like you gotta see things that are going around yeah. my character. Uh but when you throw me into something like Resident Evil seven or wherever it was when we, we tried to play yeah, that, that one. That's what it was. It's just like mm-hmm. I don't know about all this. I mean this one This looks a lot like um that one game Remnant from the Ashes. Uh, I haven't played it. It's yeah. on Game Pass, but the, combat kind of reminds know. me of that. Yep, exactly. Fighting like giant, weird-looking monsters, and you have all these boombastic weapons and weapons and powers and stuff. Yeah, uh, exactly. And that's one thing they showed is was kind of um, you die and then you come back and everything's procedurally generated, or like so, some of it is at least. There's, I think, there's mm-hmm. definitely more I need to learn about this one before I'm I'm sold on it. But uh, this is one of their big games um, for this year. So right. hopefully it does well. Looks spooky from the gameplay trailers. But, yeah. you know, I can handle a little bit of that stuff. Uh, up next, they showed some more of the Oddworld game. And 
I don't know, dude. I might be <sighs> it's not interested me. in playing this. I don't know. I just it's a three D platformer, right? They said it is a two point nine D platformer. <laughs> uh, it's very I was saying weird. Odd, saying odd, <laughs> just it's kind of ironic. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just not for me. I don't like the aesthetics. I don't like. I mean, it's mainly just that, and the story doesn't seem to captivate me. And I have no nostalgia for the old odd world games it's just right. kind of and now you have like minions or something that you got to try to keep alive or lemmings is what they look like yeah it's just i don't know it, it doesn't speak to me <laughs> but I, I this is probably exciting for people that, that enjoy this franchise games. yeah for sure um I don't have much else for it's that definitely, one. Definitely, uh, I don't know. It it looks like it utilizes you know platforming really well, and there's a lot of different gameplay types. You know, like mini games, if you will. Yeah, just so. I mean, just different things that you're gonna different like puzzles and whatnot that you're gonna run into while going through right. the environments. I think the biggest thing that sticks out to me and is when they said 2.9D. If you watch the actual trailer. Mm-hmm. It, it, they they definitely feel like 3D worlds, but the whole game is played on a 2D plane, like side scrolling. Right. So sometimes um, it goes a little isometric, but that's about as far as it gets. Right. So I think when they say 2.9, it, it's like as close to 3D as you can get without passing that 2D plane, like that threshold. So it right. it, it, it looks really good as far as like a 2D side scrolling game. Like probably sure. probably one of the best, like the backdrop and everything. It 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 looks good, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe see what see what the people are saying once it comes out. Like if exactly. I hear somebody say like I've never played in any Oddworld games, and this game was amazing. Like ten out of ten, I'm I'm gonna look at it then. But until then, right. I'll I'll, I'll see where the people land on yeah. it. Yeah, they drop it in PS Plus, you know, because it seems like then you do it. They're leaning towards that way. I thought I saw some other game that's going to. PS Plus like on launch day or something. I don't remember what it is. Oh uh, yeah, it's this month. It's a game called like Maquette or something. Okay. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, Ma- Maquette. M A Q U E T T E. It's it's dropping. Is that supposed da- to be like machete but Q Maquette. Maquette. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so yeah, um I think they're trying to come around to the uh Xbox game pass version of day and date type stuff which, giving people which is incentive awesome, yeah. to be on yeah the playstation side so uh up next crash bandicoot 4 is coming to the ps5 so woohoo that'll be next week two weeks march 12th and it's gonna include 3d audio support adaptive triggers and dual sense features and it's gonna run at 4k 60 so if you're a crash fan i'm sure you're stoked for that yeah they said loading times also obviously you're gonna be a little quicker so all right, let's talk about Go this crash. Knockout City game. You in or out? This is like dodgeball. Dodgeball, yeah, it's like ultimate dodgeball, basically. Um, I don't know. I, I, I to me, it looks like a free to play game. That it's twenty bucks. Is it twenty? Which is which isn't yeah. terrible. Uh, it's a cool premise where. 
you get knocked out like you would in dodgeball. If you can't catch the ball, uh, you get hit, you're done. Uh, so there is mm-hmm. like a timing aspect where if there's a, somebody's throwing the ball at you, you need to hit the like catch button at a very specific time and they can like fake you out and pretend they're throwing it. And, uh, I don't know. And they can throw like knuckle balls and curve balls and all sorts of different, right. You know, pitch types, if you will. It seems when I saw this, uh, I was kind of like, if they did, if they do custom games, it seems like a game that would be a lot of fun if you had like six friends playing it or like eight friends playing it where you could do two teams and kind of go at it like that. But I don't see this being a, a big like competitive game for me or something I'm going to get super into. Uh, right. It looks like they're marketing it. Like they want it to be like Splatoon or Overwatch or one of these type of games. Yeah. That's it. I think Not... Splatoon, I think is a good, is a good call. Like a more casual right. fun, fun game. I don't, I don't know. Family based shooter. Yeah, like you're not shooting people with AKs watching blood come out of them here. You're you're whipping dodgeballs at each other. And most most everybody who's been through at least elementary or high school could attest to to how fun dodgeball is. So why not bring it to the to the digital age, I guess. With superpowers just and think, jumps and stuff. Yeah. I just think that you can't, you know improve on perfection and perfection was the dodgeball game that came out in like the eighties that was in the arcades and stuff. Oh, I don't even know you what know, that is. Like, so yeah. when you killed people on the other team, they had like a little angel that would fly up. <laughs> That's <messed> up. <laughs> it was awesome. dude. I think it was just called dodgeball too. So yeah, I don't know. Are you in and out in or out on that one? I don't think sure. I'm in. Yeah. I don't another one kind of like odd world where it's like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what I'm people are saying. For that out. roller derby game to come out. Yeah. Yep. Forgot about that one. Also a thing. And that falls into like the same kind of genre to me. Exactly. So should be free to play. Yeah. Right. Up next, there was a new announcement. Um, Sifu. Uh, This is the game I called the hallway fighter. (laughs) It was literally just like hordes of enemies coming down an apartment building hallway and he was wrecking shop. Yeah, so, so he's like the trailer starts with him like working out his like kinks and like limbering up in a room. He's like a samurai or something. He's got a samurai sword, and then he just busts mm-hmm. out of the door and just starts beating people. To Snapping death. next, dude. <laughs> like John Wick. Yeah, it, it looks like a very. It's also stylized uh, in a way that's kind of like I don't even know what it really reminds me of. It's not it's like, like cell shaded, um, but it's like it's it like Ashen? a more. Is that the game that yeah. was Souls like? But it was kind of okay. like this, this kind of art style. It's like Ashen with actual faces. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, kind of. Um, I they're showing a lot of like fluid movement and combat. I'd like to know how you're controlling. Right. Everything like it. Do you have a a left fist button and a right fist button and like a, a left foot button. And it's super tactical like that. Or am I just like spamming X the whole time trying to yeah. kill people? I don't know. It looks uh, like streets of hallway four. Yeah. And the one interesting thing they showed is when he finally went down and got killed or whatever, uh, he spawned back in, but he had definitely aged. So like he had a beard, right. longer hair. And then by the very end of the trailer, 
he's like an old man with gray hair and a gray beard uh, after he's been beaten enough times. So I'm sure that has some type of weird place in the story or game. So, so yeah. We're definitely going to have to see more of this game to know exactly what it is. Yeah, for sure. But uh, right now it's a hallway fighter. Yep. Up next, um, Hyperlight Drifter, uh, the developer, Solar Machine. Wait, I'm not reading this correctly. Solar Ash is a new game from Hyperlight Drifter developer. Yeah, yep. So it's a third-person action platformer. It has a massive scale and focus on fluidity and movement. And this one, I was not really. I look like every other indie game that's coming out lately, like the bird game. And yeah, it kind of gets to a point where people are just trying to make things different just to be different. I do think the, uh, that was the first thing I noticed is like traversal seems like it's, it's fluid super like it definitely it, it looks like it, it's like it, spider-man in space right yeah just the way that she grinds and jumps and all of these different things like the traversal seems like it's where it needs to be uh to get mm-hmm. me interested in it it's just everything that it's coded in i'm not sure i love right so i just don't think it i don't know the aesthetic's not for me kind of weird hyper hyper light drifter also i played a little bit of it but it's not something i was captivated by and had to keep playing by any means so i don't know i just feel like we've seen a lot of trailers that look very similar to this in the last year or so yeah people running through vast open fields of turquoise grass and dude it's skipping along the surface and it is tough to be tough to be original and on all platforms at this point and all media right (laughs) not a but ton you know of original ideas. About? There was a game that was like super similar to this. I think you it, just would like it, float around, and then there were like boss fights in certain areas. And well, it kind of looks like Fury, uh, which I had played, and definitely has kind of the same art style. But that was just like a boss fighter. Then there was also that mm-hmm. A E R Y game, Airy, that maybe you're, yeah, that maybe you're talking about. about. I think yeah, I saw that. And then there's the other one that's, that's like the called. Falconer or whatever Falconer that just came mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yeah, that one looks very similar to this game too. I don't even remember what that game looked like, but yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, again, if this is, it seems like there was a whole bunch of wait and see for me, which which is fine, and I'm sure my wallet appreciates yeah, I, that as well. So, so yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially when everybody's been uh, bitten by the cyberpunk bug, so everybody's a little gun shy on forking over sixty or seventy dollars for new games at this point. It makes without, sense to wait, know, for sure. It. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that I'm curious to see what that uh, more from that game as well, because right now I'm not super interested in it. But like you said, if the fluidity and the gameplay is really fun, then it can get past the aesthetics of it. Yep. So, and then the next one was a spooky game, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Um, I don't know. I don't play these games. Count me out. I don't understand these games. Nope. Yeah. I saw there was a VR version of it. No, thanks. Not of this one yeah, specifically, not. but there is some like five nights at Freddy's five nights at Freddy's is huge for horror fans. I guess like people love this. Uh, not for me. And it's supposed to be the most ambitious five nights at Freddy's game yet. So cool. It's just, I don't, 
it doesn't seem that scary. Like it's all weird animatronic animals chasing mm. you and stuff. I've, to be fair, I've never given these games a shot, but everything about them is kind of like, if I'm going to play a horror game, I'll play something different. Give me a Resident Evil game or something if I want to get, uh, if I want to get scared. Don't give me robot alligators chasing me. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Next. I don't play the scary game, so we're, we're moving on. Yep. Um, Deathloop trailer. Give a new look. It's kind of like a James Bond type um, story mission, right? Yeah, I still am not completely sure what Deathloop is. Besides, like, <laughs> the prettiest looking roguelike ever. Yeah, it's just a, it's kind of like... Um, katana zero but you're first person yeah i mean it's made by arcane so cool i'm sold dishonored dope so and this will be like the last exclusive for playstation <laughs> that's what when this they're owned by microsoft now right when this popped up i was wondering if at the end of it it was going to be like developed by arcane published by microsoft <laughs> <laughs> like at this playstation thing but right. that didn't happen um it looks pretty. It looks like you keep running the same loop over and over and over. Uh, they still haven't, right? As far as I know, they haven't really talked much about what the multiplayer is going to be like, because there should be somebody on the opposition trying to stop you from doing this. But I don't know how that works still. Um, so, so yeah, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm it, still thoroughly confused. It looks what good from is. what I'm seeing, but I still don't know what I'm seeing gameplay wise. So, right, I need to exactly. It I need to see cool. more. I know there's killing. But, yes, uh, and it's a pretty game. That's about it. Good yeah. studio. Sure, we'll see. <laughs> and I think that just about wrapped up the uh, the PlayStation announcements, didn't it? Yeah, I think it, it was. I anything? The only new game was Hallway Fighter, uh, as far as things we yeah. hadn't seen before. So, so yeah, I, I don't think anybody was super excited, or you know, everybody was just kind of like cool. That's fun stuff. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what the old internet said. Cool. That's fun stuff. Yeah, that's pretty Don't much, quote me. Know, I was stoked to see Kina and confused about Final Fantasy VII. Kina yeah. was for sure the best thing I saw out of that state of play, for sure. Yeah. So I think people should get excited for that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, and I look forward to seeing more from Returnal. So yeah, that game could be pretty awesome as well. <clears throat> So yeah, that was that. And um, up next, there was the Pokemans event, and I did not watch it, but I'm hoping you can fill me in as I go through the the highlights here. Uh, yeah, I I think I caught most of it. Cool. I just lost the link, so give me just a second. All right, cool. Pokemans, <laughs> Pokemans. That's Spider Man. Oh. Okay. Whoops. So there was a Pokemon Direct like a week after the Nintendo Direct because that's how Nintendo does things. They need their own. And yeah, they do. It was how long? Like 30 minutes long of just Pokemon stuff? Yeah. So uh, Diamond and Pearl are getting the remake treatment, so they're going to sell you the same game again for probably $60 on the Switch. Yeah. But it'll have the 3D treatment just like uh, whatever that one the one that we just played was when they remade the original like Red? sword and shield oh sword and shield yeah and... It'll, it'll well so it's kind of weird because game freak it 
who make the Pokemon games aren't the ones making this. This is like a third party that's making it. And it actually looks kind of weird. Like it, it doesn't look like the level that it should be at. Like this does not look like sword and shield. Uh, this looks like a step down, I would say from sword and shield. So that's kind of a tough pill to swallow and it's a remake. So I don't know, but I do know that I kind of like, it's kind of like the Simpsons, like the first two or three years when there's like, that's not what Homer looks like. Dude, it's real weird going back to the first season of the Simpsons. <laughs> I don't <laughs> the like it. The voices are not right. I don't like it at all. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I would say the only saving grace here for me, and I just, I like to get excited for every Pokemon game and then not play them. Um, well, not play that much of them, but I never played Diamond right. and Pearl. So it was kind of like, cool this is probably the best time to try these two games out if you haven't played them or if you loved them uh originally probably a good time to to hop back in check them out but i'm so each one of these additions is that like new pokemans in each game and like new environment and all that uh yeah so it'll be a new region uh, uh separate from all the other games it'll be some some older Pokemon, some new. It's kind of like the same formula they've always had, where you'll okay. have all the path. You'll have some of the old ones, uh, and then a whole new generation as well. So, it's it, it it would be like if me and you picked it up. I think we would not know any any of the new Pokemon. Them. I don't think so. Right. So it would be like, and I don't know any game. of the old ones. So it's it's basically just like playing the same game. Yeah. So so even if you saw old ones you'd be like oh it's a new one hey look it's a fire horse let me get my uh master ball what is that ball called master ball get it but a fire horse is op dude i'm telling you teach their own i guess uh but no i was definitely more excited for the the other game that they announced the uh pokemon legends arceus is that what we decided on arceus arceus i i'm sure they probably said it more than once (laughs) Um. Yeah, way more excited for this one. It's like a Pokemon origin story. Like when it started up, it looks like Breath of the Wild, like big open environment. Uh, but this is before there was even like a Pokédex. So it's weird trying to figure out the timeline of this game. Uh, well, it's not. It's not weird. It, it predates every other game in the series. Uh, so I don't really know what to expect. Like there's just Pokemon wandering around everywhere. Yeah. And And they're looking to release it, uh, hopefully early next year. Yeah. And, uh, it looks cool, but it looks completely like different from the other games. Like you, I don't know. It'll be a cool tale for sure. So, yeah, look forward to that next, I would say, probably next spring. And then uh, they showed some more information about Pokemon Snap, which I'm not stoked for at all. <laughs> yeah, how, that wasn't a big thing for me before. Uh, yeah. They just showed some gameplay like, for it, and it was kind of like, okay, <laughs> cool. I remember I was probably in, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade, and it Pokemon Snap came out for the Nintendo 64, one of my friends got it, and they're like, "Let's go check the, let's go play some Pokemon Snap." And I'm like, "Is this all you do?" 
Oh, you just take you pictures just in the of car things? and just take pictures of crap. How is this fun? It's not right. Pokemon Stadium. Give me Pokemon Stadium. That game was sweet, as far as I remember. N64. Good times. That's the fighting one. Yeah, I think it was literally just like arena fighting for Pokemon. Don't they have one of those for the Switch? Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Ask Blade. Pretty sure He'll tell is. you. He would know for sure. Yep. So yeah, I'm sure he was stoked for all this stuff. Yep. But uh, some new Pokemon games coming, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, that Pearl and Diamond will be coming out sometime later this year, but there's no date. All right. What I saw. I'll probably get suckered into buying yeah. them somehow. That was the uh, the main news for the week. Um. Uh, E3 and San Diego Comic-Con have both in person been canceled. This is coming from the California Tourism Board, basically saying we're not giving you the license to do this. So it's not a possibility. Uh, I think we all kind of knew that was coming. And I believe that, uh, is it, who is the company that runs E3? I want to say it's SEC, but it's not. It's something similar to that. They're charging $100,000 for anybody that wants to be part of their online event. So, like, so. For, like for developers? Yeah. Okay. So, so like I mean, if they want to be included in the online event, that's the, the starting price, I believe, is 100 grand. It sucks because it makes the most sense for smaller developers and like smaller games to get noticed. Uh, bigger companies obviously could just do their own thing, but then you're asking mm-hmm. for that's a lot of money Quite for a, a chunk for of money a for a small that, developer. Yeah, is scraping pennies for development. Right. So, so you know, all the big players will probably have something in there, but for sure, mo- I would say most people are going to be doing the majority of their marketing themselves because it's cheaper that way, and they can go directly to the consumer instead of you know. And like if through. your game's good, and even you, if you are a small developer, like it'll get out there. Like right. people will talk exactly. about it. Exactly. Like so. yeah, you know, Hades was excellent. They always, you know, they have a good track record of making good games. Right. But, you know, <clears throat> Among Us, nobody knew about Among Us, and it's been a game for two or three years. <laughs> Just they got the the indie game lottery draw. That's what happened there. Right. The streamer it lottery just at the right time, dude. Everybody's at home. And somebody started streaming it, and then everybody's like, wait, I can play this from my phone? Yeah. Cool. That was the end of that. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's no surprise that pretty much every in-person conference and convention is going to be canceled again this year. So, yeah. Woot. Um, got another bad news for uh, car game enthusiasts. <laughs> Need for Speed is delayed until at least 2022. They're pulling all their resources for Battlefield. I'm going to be honest. That's like the most exciting delay news you could have ever told me because like I'm way more interested to see what is happening next with Battlefield than getting another Need for Speed game. So, cool. I need to just quit buying Battlefield games because they're not Call of Duty and I plan for like 10 hours and then (laughs) that's all. Yeah, I think they'd have to do something... I don't know what they would have to do to be honest to get me out of like Warzone or a Call of Duty. Yeah, it's mode. just I I don't want to say it's perfect, but you know, as far as shooters go, that should be the you know the standard, standard that everybody yeah. goes from. Agreed. But I mean, if it was like so, if it's anything like Battlefield three or four, like the modern combat battlefields, we haven't had one of those in so long that 
Right. I, w- I would probably dive into something like that, but I don't know. We need to see what, sure. see what they're working on. And uh, last but not least, um, if you want to seek this out, you c- I'm sure you can find it, but nobody you know big is going to be publicizing it due to um, you know cause of litigation. So, but if you want to go see this, uh, there's an Elden Ring trailer that's been leaked. So, I would just say look forward to some news of this game coming in the near future. I was gonna say it's kind of just setting us up for a trailer dropping right. in the next week or two, especially when yeah. this happens and the developers are like, "Well, people are already watching it, so just they, push it I, out." I would to say, YouTube. yeah, dude. I would say a lot of the times. I don't want to say most of the time, but a lot of the times, these things are leaked on purpose just to kind of create a buzz before the actual drop comes. Right. For all the people that missed so, out on it or want to watch exactly. the actual 4K version of it and not whatever weird trailer got leaked. Right. The one that with the guy's head in the movie theater. With, with his, his phone <laughs> in his pocket. Just <laughs> perfect. Two people having a conversation next to you while you're trying to hear what's going on. You know. Yep. Chinese bootlegs. We know what we're talking about here. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that's what I got for the news this week. The main things were the state of play and the Pokemon Direct. All right. Uh, And not a ton coming out this week, uh, as has been the story for a little while now. Uh, The biggest news that Kotaku put out for this week was that the uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon game is coming to the PS5. Oh, the one that was exclusive to... That we had an Xbox for a while. Uh, that was the big one. And then I also saw that's uh, Tuesday, March 2nd. And then Harvest Moon One World. Uh, if you're into the Harvest Moon games, they're, they're good little farming sims. So that comes out on PS4 and Switch Tuesday, March 2nd. Other than that, it looks like just a bunch of, a bunch of smaller games. Um, Rocker just recently played through Kill It With Fire, which is coming out Thursday, March 4th uh, on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So maybe check that one out. Maybe he just played it for the gamer score. We'll never know. Maybe. Come on. <laughs> you know, we know exactly why he played that game. Your Xbox games with gold for the month of March. You have Warface Breakout from March 1st to the 31st. Vala, V-A-L-A, which stands for something that I forgot. The L is definitely llamas, though. Um, <laughs> March 16th to the april 15th uh and then for xbox 360 metal slugs 3 from march 1st to march 15th and port royale 3 from march 16th to march 31st over on ps plus big month for those guys again uh final fantasy 7 remake funny enough we were just talking about it uh that's going to be free this month for anybody that hasn't picked that up as well as and another one we talked about remnant from the ashes uh also free over there and we also talked about Maquette or yeah, we're going with Maquette, 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 Maquette. No, Maquette. Yeah. Maquette. Uh, that's landing day and date with PS plus. Um, and then if you happen to own a PSVR Farpoint, uh, which is their probably their second biggest game over on that platform uh, is out for free in the month of March. So make sure you don't miss those. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Good work, Moose. Did it. 145. Did. Nailed it. We did it. Almost like we knew what we were doing this time. (sighs) We'll get there one of these days. Anyways, let's plug this thing up. 
streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast has links to everything I'm about to talk about. First of all, come join us on Discord. It's where we all hang out every day. We talk about games, talk about movies, talk about sports, talk about whatever. That's where we are, though, if you'd like to chat with the community. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate, review, like, subscribe, all those fun things. And that's not just Apple Podcasts. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, really, uh, make sure to do that. If you want to become a VIP and join in on the VIP shenanigans next week, you can do that. Patreon.com slash CAG podcast and twitch.tv slash cross Atlantic gaming. If you're subbed in those, both of those places, buy two, get one free, get yourself an extra entry into the drawing social media. That's Twitter and Instagram. We're at CAG podcast. And lastly, if you want to reach out via email for anything, CAG podcast at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of me, I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Moose, how about you? Moosenstein8314, all places. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning. What? What was that? I almost forgot. You almost forgot the the gamer tag you've had for a decade? Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. It happens. Anywho, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Across Atlantic Gaming. Catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Bye-bye. Peace out. What do you call an alligator attorney? What? A litigator. A litigator. You got that, it. That's kind of tough. I apologize. Um, <clears throat> I asked my girlfriend what her birthday was. She told me March 1st. I've been marching for two days and she still hasn't told me what her birthday was. <laughs> Oh, it's dumb. I like it. Yeah. Someone removed the fifth month from all my calendars. I am really Uh dismayed. Why did Cinderella get kicked off the baseball team? You don't even pay attention to my jokes. You're so busy looking at your next jokes that you can't even appreciate the gold that I dig up. I chuckled. Okay, fine. Start your joke over. I'm ready. (laughs) Why did Cinderella run away? Or Damn it. (laughs) Why did Cinderella get kicked off the baseball team? Because she ran away. Because she kept running away from all the balls. Fair. Lewis has one in chat. He said, when does a joke become a dad joke? And then I assumed he when? was going to answer his joke, but he hasn't done that yet. When it becomes, when it becomes a parent. A parent. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Why, like is, why is spring a great season to start garden, a gardening business? Because that's when everything's blooming. Nah, it's because you can really rake in the money. Don't you rake in the fall? You would think. It's a stupid joke. I power, I dude, I power rake in the in the spring. Power rake what? All the leaves you didn't rake in fall. Dead grass to get all that shit stuff out. Oh, all right, that's fair. You also said the f word in the podcast. Do you remember where you said that at I all? Sh- 
Yeah, I don't. Perfect. <laughs>